Our radiologists and our technology are trained to look for these small signs of early disease, and it's for your entire body. And to me, this just seems like an absolute next extension, not just a next extension, it's a necessity. At the top of the mountain, preaching this every day, trying to get the message spread that we can save lives. Early detection saves lives. I call you up. I do my four-minute scan. If there's something wrong, you're going to let me know right away and make a call bypassing the BS so I can get to the head of the class and save my life or someone I care about. Hey, welcome to another episode of Capability Amplifier. This is Mike Canigs. I'm here today with Steve Marler. Say hi. Hi, guys. All right. Well, I'm going to get this thing rolling because I think framing this properly is important for this episode. Now, if you've read Tony Robbins' new book and Peter Diamandis' new book, Life Force, this is going to be very, very relevant to you because they talk about body scans. And Steve has been doing this for a long time. So here's the official intro. If you or someone you love is 40 or older, there's a two-thirds chance that you or they have a life-threatening disease you may not be aware of. So if you have bad genetics or a family history of heart disease, cancer, or other illnesses, or risk factors like obesity, diabetes, poor diet, smoking, my guest Steve has technology that could save your life. He has a company called Advanced Body Scan, and they can detect illnesses before they become deadly so you can get the care you need. Now, they've scanned over 65,000 people over the past 11 years. And check this out. I did a little research before we got started today. According to the CDC, heart disease, cancer, and strokes have killed over 1,666,780,000 people in 2021 alone. So if you've lost someone from a deadly disease or illness, what would you give to detect or prevent it? And I'll just flat out say, I wish I could have saved my dad who had two undetected heart attacks. What's great about Steve's technology is there's no needles, no dyes, there's nothing invasive, it's painless. He just lay down on a bed for four minutes, and then a board-certified radiologist, MD, reviews your scans, and here's where things get really cool. They can detect it, talk to you right away, and also refer you to doctors so you don't have to sit around and wait for weeks or months in order to get the treatment you need. So without further ado... This is my friend, Steve Marler. How you doing, my friend? I'm great, Mike. It's great oh, to be here. It really is. I've been looking forward to this for a while. And I think the best way to begin is, why don't you tell us your story of your mom? Because that's really the driving force that got you in this business in the sure. first place. You know, several years ago, I lost my mom to the effects of breast cancer. And the guilt and the... Uh, she, she died a horrible death. Unfortunately, the, her last years were... I wouldn't wish it on anyone. It's worse than uh, there's things. There's worse things than dying, and I can tell you for sure. And yeah. so, you know that that led me to think about this over and over. And how can I? What could I do to prevent that? And you know, my dad was getting on in age, and I was thinking, you know, he's he's not he uh, grew up a hard life and didn't take care of himself, and uh, you know, he's there. He probably has problems as well. So, we come across this technology. Uh, about a dozen years ago, and we looked into it and saw some really cool things that were going on with it, and thought, you know, we could we could 
use this to look inside the body and find these telltale signs of heart disease, cancer, and other deadly illnesses, uh, which, which no one was really doing at the time. And so that's how we got started. It, it was from the suffering that my mom went through uh, that led me down this path. All right. Now, one of the things that we're going to do, we're going to go through a bunch of case studies today. But for anyone who's interested in the technology side, what exactly is it? How's it changed between um, when you started, really, and you opened up your first center 11 years ago now to now? Where are we and where are things and like what can we detect? Let's get into the great question. Uh, You know, the CT technology has gone through. Uh, an absolute revolutionary improvements uh, in the technology in the past really dozen years, but it it came out in the late eighties, was improved to some degree in the nineties, uh, and in the two thousand, the technology, obviously computer power and software, was was improving uh, rapidly, and that allowed them to be able to create more sensitive detectors with less energy so the radiation levels were almost nil as they are today and you know the technology we use today is real time they're updated 24 hours a day through you know they're online at all times Uh, we uh, have protocols that we design specifically for screenings as a matter of fact one of the big companies uh, adopted our protocols and uh, we filed a patent for these protocols, and you know we're in the provisional stage of that. But I want everybody to have them. I don't. I'm, I don't want to own them. I want them to be. And and one of the companies saw our patent, and that's how they knew what we were doing. And they mm-hmm. literally adopted these patents. So the point is, there needs to be more preventive screening. There's not enough. But the technology out there today is is literally the Starship Enterprise compared to where it started and was just a couple of decades ago. Okay, so. Yeah, I've got so many questions for you. The bottom line is, so I hear about you, I make an appointment, I show up, I lay down in a bed, I get scanned, four minutes later, I'm done, and then a radiologist either communicates if there's a problem, you make the referral, or I just get the data a little bit later and I learn a lot about my body. And then if there's a problem, you've got a network. So now that we've got that out of the way, I know there's a lot of stuff you can fill in the blanks sure. with here. Um, like, what are you able to detect? What shows up? And then talk about the baseline by doing this on a regular basis. So we look at all of the organs, the major organs in your body. And, you know, heart disease and cancer are, as you stated the numbers earlier, the, it's mind-boggling how many people die a year from heart disease 1. cancer. 1.6 million, yeah. Unbelievable. So, uh, and, and yet you hear nothing about it. And, you know, we're coming out of this pandemic finally, thankfully, and yet more people still died from heart disease and cancer in those two years than all the others combined. So it, it's, we, again, you know, we're from at the top of the mountain preaching this every day, trying to get the message spread that we can save lives. Early detection saves lives. But this is probably the easiest medical test you'll ever take. As you said, you walk in dressed like just like we are today. You're going to lay down on a bed. They're going to put a couple of diodes on your arms uh, or chest. Uh, you can. There's no prep. 
There's no needles. There's no dyes. Nothing invasive whatsoever. The entire process takes about five minutes, and that includes a minute of fiddle time getting you on and off the table. So it's it's very simple and very easy. Now, we look at every major organ because these diseases are progressive. They're long-term progressive diseases, and the body is a miraculous machine. If you have one of these diseases, it compensates for years, sometimes many years. We have a testimony of the lady, the doctor. We identified cancer. She had no idea, and he said it was probably growing in her body for eight years, and I think maybe we have her on a testimonial today. I'm going to play her right now, and then when we come back, we'll talk about her a little bit. Cool? Perfect. All right, good. At that time, I was fine. You know, I didn't know any health problems. About a week later, I got all the reports and the copies of the scans and everything, and I had lung cancer. So if I had not done this, I virtually probably would not be here. If you catch anything at the earliest stages, it's nothing. Again, most of the patients that we treat are asymptomatic. In other words, they don't have outward symptoms, but they care enough about taking control of their health. And they've seen our messages out here, either in the media or at events that we do. And so they they came in for a scan. Uh, in Linda's case, she had tumors in her lungs. Uh, and, of course, you know, she was – these testimonials are uh, – pretty much unsolicited and we never pay for a testimonial they contact us and say you don't believe what happened so you know linda had a tumor in her lungs her doctor told her uh, that she probably had this for almost eight years Um, you know again there's a long-term slow progression and we can detect these telltale signs of the disease at early stages and then we can help you get into the system you know we have a we have a fabulous medical system in this country. It's getting access to that that's yeah. the difficult part. So, uh, you know, if you don't have a symptom, unfortunately, the, the physicians are unable to order sophisticated tests because of the blocks. You know, we have uh, payer friction. We have the, the insurance companies in control of our care. So the doctors are really... Uh, they're diminished by what they're able to do by what can be approved. So when you get this scan, as you mentioned, we're going to do a full radiology report. He's going to look at all of your organs, as we said, and we find all kinds of things. Every cancerous heart disease, uh, kidney stones, we find enlarged aortas. Uh, I could go on for 20 minutes about the things we detect. But in this report, he's going to lay it out in layman's terms as well as medical terms. And then he's going to say, you know, make recommendations if you need follow-up scan, uh, any type of specifics. And then we highly recommend you take this information to your doctor as well. And if you need a consult, direct consult with one of our physicians, we can arrange that. But in, in the early days of starting this, we realized that we would get these scans and we would find deadly disease and they would have the information, but they, it was still difficult to get into the system. So we spent a lot of time and effort of setting up specialty physicians when we find something that we can get them a VIP appointment and get in in a couple of days. And you're well aware, being a cancer survivor, it's a long process and it takes time to get seen in the early stages and sometimes two to three months. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you my story, and I want to relate this to what could have happened. Because if I would have had this scan when I had cancer, 
here's the story, and I want you to kind of contrast it with what would happen if I had your your tools earlier. Okay, so I I was a typical man, an idiot, where I was showing symptoms, and in my case, I was bleeding out of my rear end, and. You know, I told my wife Vivian about it, and she said, people who bleed from their rear ends have cancer. And I was, I had uh, history, my only excuse was, well, my dad had hemorrhoids, I had hemorrhoids, it was a bleeding hemorrhoid. And that had happened before. But this was a problem. And she, we made an appointment, and I missed my appointment, and it took like 60 days before I could get in again. Doctor came out, and he says, I don't need a biopsy to know what you have. He says, you got a five and a half centimeter tumor. You got six months to live. Here's uh, the phone number of a surgeon. Here's the phone number of an oncologist. Here's a radiologist. Make appointments. Get that thing cut out of you this weekend or you're a dead man. That's basically what happened. Now, again, if I would have caught it earlier, I would have saved myself a lot of time, a lot of misery. And it was partially because we had good connections that gave me access and speed. Um, But... You know, I, if any people always say, well, what do you want more than anything? I say, I want, I want my colon and my rectum back. You know, it's like I got half and half now. So um, let's say I had your system. What could have happened? And how does your col- colorectal or your colon scan work? So we do um, a virtual colonoscopy and it is gaining more and more favor every day. Uh, it's very simple. Again, you come in, it takes about 20 minutes total. There is a mild prep. Uh, they do inflate your colon to some degree so that they can see better inside. But the machine, the software will fly all the way to the very end of your colon, which a regular scope can't do. Uh, and if we see something, we can actually fly out and look at the outside of the colon. So it, it sees polyps, it sees tumors, it sees diverticuli. Uh, there, it's, uh, it's an amazing technology, and it's all software. But uh, the difference is we would have seen that at a, at a much earlier stage and possibly prevented you know, the dissection that you had to go through. Which which is tough. You're you're a lucky man. Oh yeah. No, uh, somebody's looking after you, Mike. Cause yeah, yeah. That, that's a tough recovery. So, and and I'm glad you're here. You, you're doing a lot for this cause, and that's why I'm here because you've helped so much, and it's greatly appreciated. No, it's uh, believe me, it's my pleasure. I um, I just don't want to see anyone go th- through the pain I went through, and I want to get to the next thing that I love about your model. So. When people work with you, part of your business model is, hey, come in, get a scan, come in as a couple. Um, That way you've got two people showing up. They get to see results quickly. And then your packages are to sign up for years of tests where you come in um, uh, once or twice a year, however, or do whatever the scans are. So talk a little bit about that and the importance of seeing the progress and the change over time. Sure. And I think this is really, really critical because when I heard this, I was sold and it makes so much sense, especially as we age. So, Correct. So I've, I haven't said it enough, but early detection saves lives. I, I, I must say that 500 times a day mm-hmm. to everyone that I meet. So what we do is establish a baseline with the first scan. And I've, I've mentioned these are long-term progressive diseases. Uh, there are telltale signs that show up 
months and sometimes years before symptoms may outwardly appear in your body or symptoms that you correlate with an illness. As you said, you had symptoms. You just weren't necessarily correlating it with how serious it was. So uh, we offer long-term packages, 10- and 12-year packages. That include other scans, such as a carotid artery scan. We'll talk more about that. But these these packages allow you, it's a one-time fee up front. It allows you to come back year after year and compare your scans with your previous baseline scans. That goes for your calcium score. If You can see if there's any change and Almost always, if you have a calcium score to begin with, it, it, it changes, and it's not going down in most cases. It's going mm-hmm. up. So that's why we look for this hardened plaque in the arteries as well. But year after year, you can get a scan and compare it to your original scan and to last year's scan, and that's where the magic happens because we know if something has changed, and we see it. Unlike, you know, I'm not disparaging other tests, but you don't always get the data you need that you can see in, like looking inside your body at these organs and the vessels that supply blood to them. Right. Now, that's, um, that I think anyone could think about this and say, okay, if you could just compare last year to this year or two years ago and see the progression, um, being able, you know, that's when a doctor can say, yeah, it's time to do something or let's keep an eye on it. But having a full 3D body scan on top of it and being able to peer into the organs is is pretty remarkable. Let's, let's use you as an example. OK, just say we had met 10 years ago when we started this mm-hmm. and you would have had these scans and we had a baseline scan. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to predict when yours would have shown up, but at some point in these annual scans, we would have noticed the change. The, the radiologist would have seen a change. And they're, they're specialty trained. It's another point I wanted to make earlier I didn't mention. You know, most scans that are done are diagnostic. So you've mm-hmm. hurt your shoulder or your knee, and you go in, and the, radio, the, the scan is specifically on that part of your body, and the radiologist is looking specifically for that injury. Our radiologists and our technology are trained to look for these small signs of early disease, and it's for your entire body. So they're studying everything, not just one area to look at, you know, this this diagnostic type injury. So we would have seen that. He would have seen something change at the early stage, and the chances are greatly increased that you would have had an easier outcome. You've had a great outcome, but mm-hmm. it would have maybe been an easier path to that because early detection saves lives. Right. Okay, so let's go down the path of some more case studies, because part of my objective in doing research for today started with just the number of people who are affected by this, the fact that two-thirds of the people you see have problems. And these are like people who consider themselves normal and healthy. Um, So number one, uh, this is CDC data. People who died from heart disease in 2021 was 696,962. Cancer, close second, 602,350. Then we have accidents, okay, unintentional injuries, 200,000. So, I mean, these are easily, you know, it's like 12 to 1 when you combine the two. And then the fourth 
is stroke. That's 160,000. Then chronic lower respiratory diseases, 150,000. Then number nine is kidney disease at 50,000. Otherwise, in between there, you got Alzheimer's, diabetes, influenza, pneumonia, and suicide. Those are the top 10 killers of people in the United States. I'm sure it's pretty similar worldwide. Um, so I want to just break down some typical scenarios you see, and we can do this because we've got some videos of some people, and I'd like you to tell a couple stories of heart disease because that's the number one killer. So I know you've got Tina, Tim, Todd, you got doc- Dr. Richard Crook. Let's pick one of those. Talk about what happened. I'll play a little clip, and then um, you know what what you were able to do and how these things came about because oftentimes what I know happens is people go in, they get a scan or even if they're showing symptoms, something else shows up or a spouse sees something. Correct. Yeah. And you know, us primitive brain guys, we don't think we need this and, and yeah. or we procrastinate. You don't know anything about that. Yeah. But unfortunately we're, most of us are still here because of our female companions, because they understand the value and they want prevention. And so they drag us in the door by our ear in most cases. So uh, on these testimonials, I, I've seen the list here. I think most of these guys are asymptomatic. The people that mm-hmm. we're going to show today. Now I know Dr. Crook, as we talked about uh, earlier, He's he knew he had some symptoms and he knew he had some issues. However, he didn't know the severity of it. And like us primitive brain guys, he he procrastinated and he is um, a well-renowned physician. He ran the largest emergency room in the largest uh, hospital system in Oklahoma, ran it and worked there for over 30 years. Uh, and and in all disclosure, he talks about his employer. He actually worked for me for a, a large number of years after he left the hospital. And I'm the guy that kept prodding him to get a scan because he had had one several years before and showed blockage. And he was very lethargic and I hope he hears this. Very cranky, but no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant man. Uh-huh. He's just one of the smartest guys I've ever met and, and a teddy bear inside. And he was, I literally drug him to the machine that day and made him get in it. And he did, he never left. He never went back home. We, when we, the radiologist called and said, you need to get this guy in today. We, we took him across, we're across the street from the big hospital that he worked out for years, took him over there and the surgeon he wanted to do, it wasn't there. So they admitted him, but we came back and then went back in the next morning. And not only did he have blockage, he had a quintuple bypass Jeez. Uh, and it, it was a rough one. And so, you know, he spent several days there in recovery, but he's out today. I talked to him. Two weeks ago, he rides his motorcycle around, and he's doing great. So, yeah. uh, you know, there it can it can be reversed, uh, but it's a tough process. But you have to find it early. Yeah. Now the others, I think, are asymptomatic. So let's mm-hmm. take a look. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's see uh, uh, Richard first, and then we'll move on to another one. Great. Yep. My name is uh, Dr. Richard Crook, and I uh, came to Advanced Body Scan approximately three years ago. My cardiac story actually probably begins about eight years ago. Uh, eight years ago, I was still employed uh, at Baptist Medical Center in the emergency department where I worked for a total of about 30 years. And I decided to get a routine scan then because they were being offered to employees. My scan showed that I was in the 60th percentile at that time. 
And uh, it was explained to me by a cardiologist friend of mine that I had more calcium in my arteries than 60% of the population my age. And his recommendation, since I had no symptoms, was to have another scan in one year. So being a non-compliant doctor-patient like I am, I waited five years because uh, I wasn't having any symptoms. Uh, but I was feeling fine and, you know, thought, well, I don't really need to do this. And, uh, and then finally, uh, three years ago, which would be five years from my scan, my first scan, my employer kept suggesting to me over and over again to get it. And I kept saying, I don't really need that. I feel fine. And uh, he kept saying, why don't you get it? Why don't you get it? So I finally decided, no, I'll do it just because it'll satisfy him. So I did it. Lo and behold, I'd shot up into the 90th percentile, 90th plus. And so obviously felt the need to go back to the, my cardiologist friend. And since I wasn't having any symptoms and no electrocardiogram changes, he elected to treat me medically. So put me on some appropriate medications and dietary restrictions and so on. And then I noticed when I was out walking my dog that I started to have kind of strange back pain. So I thought, well, maybe that's maybe that's really heart pain. So I went called my cardiologist and told him that, and, and he thought, well, if you're symptomatic, we're just going to have to go ahead and do a heart cath. So. Uh, one of his partners did the, did the cath. She came in with this rather frightened look on her face and said, well, you've got multiple lesions and I can't get to them to do an angioplasty. You need bypass surgery. And I said, well, when? And she said, well, right away. So apparently at that time, I was, I was hearing for the first time that I had five blockages. Only one of them was in the left main, which is where the Widowmaker River, where you can have sudden death. And it was 50%. But I had four other lesions in the other right corner of circulation that were critically narrowed, and I was just waiting to have a heart attack. And I underwent my bypass surgery successfully, and from all accounts, it's probably a good thing I didn't wait any more than that because I was just waiting to have the big, the big one. And so since that time, I have been very thankful to my employer uh, who uh, kept hounding me until I got this scan done and to advanced body scan for having the EBT uh, scan technology. Since that time, I've been on medications, uh, appropriate medications to manage my blood pressure and my lipids and so on. And I remain asymptomatic. I can do whatever I feel like doing. I have no symptoms at all. I walk four or five miles a day with my dog and can exercise with no problems whatsoever. And I'm just grateful and thankful that uh, that it all turned out the way it was. I mean, luckily I had a wonderful surgeon, wonderful cardiologist, wonderful care, but had I not gotten the the uh, scan done at Bass Body Scan, I, it would have been a far worse outcome. Probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys today. I'd be sitting around puffing and wheezing on some oxygen somewhere. So that's my, my story. It's a great story, first of all. And it's the classic Widowmaker. Anyone who's a business person um, should know about this. And... Um, and, and again, you, you talked about spouses being the ones who are like, hey, look, they're the ones who are going to spot the symptoms first. Correct. Right. But yes. Any well, other and, and they're going to respond when they know that there's a way that they can get early detection and, and to look and around and see, uh, look inside, see if there's a problem. Because if you don't have, then what do you have? Mm-hmm. You have peace of mind. And that's as valuable as anything else that we do, is to be able to provide that peace of mind to know that you look good inside and keep doing what you're doing, but please come back next year so we can take another look. Right, right. Well, that plus, you know, you think about what's the cost 
um, to the family if the soul, uh, the breadwinner, or let's just face it, it's hard to do have life without both both people working these days. So you lose that the destruction to the family, especially if there's kids, and it's completely preventable. On top of it, plus the cost of death, you know, and just going through probate, and you know, pe- most people don't have their wills put together. It's it's you know. yeah, it's let alone the horrifying result of a sudden heart attack and you know in most cases it's a heart attack the result is death and over over 50 percent of the cases that's actually coming down some through the years because of better uh, technology and earlier detection but Mm -hmm. you know when when you lose a spouse uh, no one really thinks about those ramifications and let alone the loss of income the cost of a funeral you know what to do next uh, who's going to care for th- all of the things that the spouse did i mean it, it's a tragic event and you know if we can just extend that person's life and a quality extension of their life then we've accomplished what we're trying to do every day right right well i think let's dive into another one i want to do i know there was an instance where you had a couple came in um and both of them had uh, health challenges, but Correct. Um, who do you want to pick for let's, a let's cancer do, story? Uh, a guy named Tim Todd first, okay. and then we'll talk about the couple. He, he's another physician, not Tim, but the guy you're mentioning. So. Okay. Me, I've been trying to take care of myself. I'm 60 years old. I eat right. I, you know, work out. I mean, I all my life I've been super healthy, and um, that was it. Was uh, I was blindsided? <laughs> I mean, I was blindsided that I had these issues. I'm the one that's lucky um, to be alive right now. My name is Tim Todd, and Advanced Body Scan has saved my life. So Tim Todd's a healthy guy. Uh, he's, he's a friend of someone that works for us and came in. He, he uh, I, I provides printed products. I think we used to buy products from him. And, I mean, if you saw the guy on the street, he's four, he looks 40 years old, fit as a fiddle. Yeah, I saw the video. The looks great. Yeah, so uh-huh. let's take a look at all this right. video. Okay, let's do it. Okay, that's at 26, 21, five claps for a mark. One, two, three, four, five. All right, that is a story. And he's got that big old scar across his neck, too. So well, one, one, of yeah. the, one of the main things he says in there is, I was blindsided. You know, he had, mm-hmm. you don't have any symptoms. That's what I, I, I say that over and over. I know, I'm sorry, but he had no symptoms. And when we put him in the scanner and saw, the, you know, he had blockage in his LAD, and he was just terrified. So, you know, he got, caught, he got care. He's doing great today. I saw him not long ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's very impressive, and congratulations. I think it's a great uh, great success story. So let's do the couple. I, I want to sure. do that because this, again, is – this really lit me up, and it convinced me. It's sort of like I'm convinced of a couple things. First of all, I'm bringing Vivian down, and we're doing the full scans um, for both of us. Part of it is because we want life optimization, and we just don't want to be surprised. The second thing, and you and I have been talking about this – I am going to start bringing groups down there, and I'm going to recommend anyone who does a business group or does a mastermind actually brings people to your facility 
as a group, basically turn it into a mastermind experience, which you've got the facilities, the resources, multiple locations to be able to do this. So just imagine bringing along five or 10 or 20 or 50 people that you care about, that you do business with, and it's in everyone's best interest to support each other's great health and make sure you can work together and create together for the long haul. I'd be honored, Mike. Yeah. Friends of yours are friends of mine. So right. bring anyone and everyone, and we'll be happy to get them in the program. I'm in. I'm making it happen. Great. So, yes, uh, yeah, no, this is awesome. So let's get on with the with the next story here. Who's the, what's the, the, the setup? So the, the gentleman uh, in this family, it's a husband and wife, he is one of the top physicians. Uh, matter of fact, started one of the big hospitals, was a partner in one of the big hospitals in, the, in a, one of the other large systems in our state. And he, uh, I had been trying to get him to come in for some time for a scan, and he did. I finally got him in the door, and we scanned him. Uh, we found uh, some issues in his prostate. So the prostate's an interesting organ. It's very dense. It's tightly wound, and it's hard to image, especially inside. Uh, but we're able to see if it's enlarged or misshapen, and in his case, it was both. So typically what we do with the prostate is if we have a finding such as that, uh, we recommend them get their PSA checked as well as come back for a contrast MRI to look you know, specifically at that prostate tissue. So this was a Friday that he came back late in the afternoon, and we, he was in the scanner, in the MRI scanner, and I was walking back to check on his time and see, I saw, I met his wife. I had never met his wife. So I stopped and said, hello. She was in the waiting area there and we chatted a minute and I said, have you ever had a scan? No. I said, well, come on. There's no one in the room. It was late. Like I say, we were at, we were out for the day. And so, uh, long story made short, we put her in the scanner with absolutely no symptoms. And, uh, they were leaving to go to Southern Oklahoma for, a an event to, for a weekend. And so, they left as we were sending the data over through the system to the radiologist. And about literally wasn't 15 minutes, my phone rang and he said, hey, are they still there? And I said, they? And he said, the, you know, the couple that we scanned, I, I can't say his name. And I said, no, they're not. And she's, he, the radiologist said, well, I need to talk to him. Let me have his number. Lo and behold, uh, he was hot for prostate cancer and the crazy thing is his wife had a kidney full of cancer and literally had no idea. Stunned is not the word to, mm-hmm. to describe how they felt. And so he got a hold of them. They had already headed. So they came back and both had um, invasive surgery and both are doing great today. Because of the scan, I can honestly say we extended their life and greatly increased um uh, the quality of the end of their life. So they're doing super good. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a great story. And again, I think it really underlines, um, you know, I've spent a lot of time over the past four or five years with wealthy individuals like billionaires. And when you're sitting around with an 85 year old or an 80 year old or a 75 year old, who doesn't have their health, whatever it is, or someone who just lost their spouse and they had worked their asses off for that moment of we finally made it, honey, let's live, let's do our happily ever after. And boom, something like that pops up. Or when I, you know, it was recently I was at a, 
it was an event, and I sat next to a bunch of billionaires. It just happened to be sitting next to one of them was 86 years old. And all he wanted to talk about is life extension. Yes. He says, I, I don't need more money. Right. That's, I don't care about that. And, and that's something that's happening in Strategic Coach right now. Dan Sullivan's um, Lifetime Extender program is committed to this. And you get to witness Dan Sullivan um, and Babs going through their life extension program. Dan's coming to San Diego four times a year right now for stem cell treatments and, 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 and. And now there's a couple hundred people inside Coach want to be part of this. And to me, this just seems like an absolute next extension, not just a next extension, it's a necessity. So I'm way on the bandwagon right now to be, um, you know, passing on this religion to as many people as I can. Excellent. Um, we need more of you. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Well, I think what'll, what'll naturally happen is the more people who, who participate in this are going to see or witness it or the lives you're going to save are, are profound. And the more that happen in our community, the better. So, and as, as we spoke about these testimonials, these are for the most part unsolicited people that call us and say, Oh my gosh, I just got to tell you what we found. And they're, they tell everyone, I mean, that's, that has expanded our, the knowledge of what we do more than anything else we've done is by people telling their story. And that's what we need to do to keep this going. Okay. That's um, so here's the next question I have for you, which is, well, I've got two, two of them that, that are outstanding. Uh, one is, is there anything I should have asked you that I didn't? So let's talk about the carotid scans. Oh yeah. So I, I tell another story about my dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, my dad, as I said earlier, didn't take great care of himself when he was young. Uh, he smoked camel, no filters for 50 years. Camel streets, baby. And and if you ask him today, he'll still tell you he enjoyed every damn one of them. But yeah. that's yeah. just the, you know, that's, that's the way that it was back then. So uh, when we first got our technology set up, we put him in immediately. And sure enough, uh, he had calcium in a place that I had never seen. And it was, I took these images, I called the radiologist and I said, what is this? And he looked at it for a second and he knew, he said, your dad has calcium deposits Mm -hmm. on the top of his heart valve. And so, you know, it was, and again, this was almost 10 years ago now, and they had to open the chest to replace the valve. Today, the technology has improved. They can do most of them intravenously through your arm. Mm. But uh, he had to have a severe open heart surgery to replace that valve. And he recovered very well from that procedure. And as we were talking to the physician, he said, hey, have you guys scanned his carotids? Mm. Because the probability, if you have solid plaque in vessels around your heart is very high. You're going to have it in other places, especially your carotid arteries. Uh, We hadn't thought of that. We took you right back to the office and we do scan. We use an ultrasound uh, device to scan the arteries. And not only did he have a blockage, he had blockage in both. And we scheduled him for the surgeries. Um, And before we did, he had a stroke, unfortunately. And it was a bad one. Uh, again, the physicians were fabulous. They got him right in, went right into the brain and took the clot out. Mm-hmm. And miraculously, he suffered no 
ill effects after some time. And again, we had nothing to do with that except identifying the fact that he had these blocked carotids. And, you know, we should have found them earlier, uh, but we found them soon enough that, you know, he's still alive today and he's 88 and he's still full of vinegar. Uh, unfortunately, we still we we scanned him uh, just a few days ago and found a cancer in his body. Uh, it's it's uh, we've already got him set up to be seen. Uh, he's matter of fact, he's already been been seen as, as of this recording and he'll go in monday for to start his process of what the analysis and to see where we go from it but i i firmly believe and he's the greatest example that as i said he'd be 88 this year and he would not have been here uh, he wouldn't have made it a year because of the calcium buildup that we found on his the valve in his heart and of course now we're going to have to start getting it getting him cared for again soon with this cancer yeah no it's it's a great story and um it seems like a beautiful resolution from, you know, what you dealt with with your mom. And you and I were talking about this yesterday. It's like um, my dad, who is sounds very similar to your dad, you know, they don't make them like that anymore. No, that's the um, old generation. Yeah. And I uh, just visited him two weeks ago, and he is a vegetable in a chair right now. Um, and... I heard his voice, which just broke my heart. I mean, I, I, I just fell apart, and my two brothers were there, and my mom, who's in a three-minute loop. But I know for with absolute certainty what he's experiencing is, is completely preventable if we would have had a, a scan. And that's what I would just say is if you knew what you know now about someone you've lost – wouldn't you do anything to prevent it from happening? And that alone is justification for do this for you, do it for your spouse, do it for your children, give this to your children and people around you you care about. And um, I know just to hear my dad's voice again was special. But, you know, I just want my dad back. Yes, it's uh, it's why we do what we do. Yeah. And, you know, it's you look inside the body, you can see the physical we can see the pieces of the disease that got right on. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the next question. So, you guys are growing like crazy. This is I think this is the greatest time ever to be in the business of diagnostic um life extension, longevity and Lifetime extension, as, as Dan would say, being in the lifetime extender business. Uh, trademark, Dan Sullivan. Um, but talk a little bit about the plans you have. You've got multiple facilities. You've got more that you're going to be opening soon. There's new technology coming around. What's going, around, going on in terms of the future? And um, you might as well tie this into, again, you know, Tony and Peter just came out with this book, you're, you've been doing this a long time. They they're just popularizing it, which is going to be, I think, good for your business as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, we, yeah. They did a fabulous job on this book. There's so much data in here; it's incredible. And a lot of the stuff is forward looking. Some of the technology they discuss is really not to market yet. Yeah. But that's how good they are at researching this stuff. They know a tremendous amount about this. 
the technology continues to improve, especially the technology we use for these scans. And there's new stuff coming out. I, I speak with, uh, we use Siemens equipment, and I, I speak with the reps regularly because, you know, they need to sell more equipment. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's such great technology coming that it's, uh, it, it again, it's a whole new evolution of the techniques that these machines are using and finds finer detail and, and more rendering, 3D rendering. We actually have the capability with our machines. I can 3D render your heart or your brain, and I can then send it out on a DICOM and, and that language, and you can print, 3D print your heart and I, there's a very famous. Right, go ahead and musician. drop the yeah. yeah. Tell, tell the story. It's awesome. I, I, I don't have permission to tell okay. you his name, but you would know who he, I asked totally, you. Totally, yeah. Knew I knew, I knew he was right yeah. away. I'm like oh, on, on a happier yeah. note here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he called one day, and and the gal asked me the answer phone. She said, "Hey, do you know this individual?" And I said, "Yes, I do." And she said, "Well, he's on the phone." And I said, "Wow, okay." Yeah. Picked up the phone. Hey, I'm a big fan. He says, "Great. Let me ask you a question. Can you scan my brain in 3D? It?" And, and I said, "I can't." Absolutely. That is that. 3D printed, which yes. is so awesome. Yeah. We scanned his brain, sent them the image. He had his brain 3D printed. And so he's got a 3D image of his brain, painted it red, and then put it in a clear uh, somebody can probably Google this and figure out who it is mm-hmm. and put it in a clear case in his in the lobby of his home. Yeah. And so I, I thought that was a brilliant idea. So yeah. if you ever want your heart or your brain 3D printed, we'll try to figure that That's out. That's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, we were talking about that as being like uh, – uh, a special gift, you know, you could send Absolutely, someone, you yeah. know, or you could send a, a, a literally say that I'm giving you my heart. That was your your line. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. so we'll do that, Mike, when you come to town. We'll, That's a we'll great get idea. your heart 3D printed if we can oh. find it. Oh yeah, we yeah exactly. <laughs> no heart, no heart. Okay, we'll talk then. Um, let's just go right into where. So talk about the locations you have right now. And if you want to talk about any future plans, that's fine or not. And then where people can go. And then I'm going to bonus this because, um, great. Uh, again, so, we've so been let's talk a little a bit about our healthcare system yeah. before we go oh, that's into great. locations. So, you know, it's, we haven't, and I think, uh, Mr. Robbins mentions in here in his book that's so well done that, they have a we have a reactive healthcare system. I like to call it a sick care system because it, most people, if you tried to get this preventive scan, you're not going to be able to get past the gatekeeper. You're going to call your doctor in most cases, and the gatekeeper is not going to let you get past because, excuse me, you don't have a symptom. Mm-hmm. There's a barrier to care. What our scan provides is information, and that piece of paper that has your findings on it is your ticket to get into our system. And again, I I have said this about as many times as I say early detection saves lives. We have a fabulous healthcare system in this country. We have the best doctors. Doctors from all around the world come to the U.S. to practice. We have great health facilities. Unfortunately, there is a barrier to that care because of the health insurance companies, the payers that are there. They have to approve the doctor's care. He can't be a doctor. He is a provider once it's been approved. So yeah. 
uh, we give you that information with findings, if there are some, on your scan, from your uh, scan for your documents and your report. And then you can contact the physicians in, in the local areas where we are. We have that set up for you and get you in in a few days. Now, if you're out of state, we can help you with that, but it may not be quite as efficient as it is in our local areas. So right. today we're located in Oklahoma City. We have a big 33,000-square-foot facility there. Uh, we are also in Plano, Texas, which serves the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We're located on Medical City's uh, campus there at 15th and Coit in Plano, Texas. And we are also have a brand new building in Bel Air, Texas, which is in the center of Houston. So we're serving the metropolitan area of Houston as well. That's awesome. And more to come. Um, we'll leave it at that. I'm going to rephrase a little bit about what you said, because I think it's really, really important. I'm going to put it in more blunt terms, which is um, after having lived through this, and I recently I, I went in to get my heart scan. So um, here's the challenge we have as consumers. It's sort of like, I have to wait until I have a symptom to go to my doctor, and he'll say, and then they have to see me, and then say, okay, let me see if I can get run this by insurance. I have to wait for that, get approved, then I can go in and get the test. And then even if they find something, I got to wait, to get in with a specialist, which could take weeks or months or months, and by then it could be too late. Well, it's not getting any better yeah. during the, the downtime or the waiting time, for yeah. sure. And that's why, you know, it, speed is of the essence and mm-hmm. time is of the essence. And so we have those networks developed where we send people over and our, our the reason is we want VIP access for the people right. that we that come in and join our program. Yep, Exactly. So I'm going to I'm going to rephrase that again in the simplest terms which is the new way doing it the advanced body scan way is um I call you up I do my 4 minute scan if there's something wrong you're going to let me know right away and make a call bypassing the BS so I can get to the head of the class and save my life or someone I care about without the waiting without the politics without the bureaucracy and and effectively by bypassing the sick care system and that is the future um this is i believe just like when you look at advanced technologies what's happening with cryptocurrency you know it's decentralization it's direct access and uh we vote using advanced diagnostic technology and the fact that you've been doing this you know um, over a decade, over 65,000 scans speaks volumes to what's possible. And also we're on an accelerated, um, you know, the momentum and the flywheel that you have now picking up is, is profound. So speaking again in simpler terms, we're allowing you to take control of your health. I see it a lot, you know, be the CEO of your health. You have the information you need now. To, to make these decisions and to find the care and the care is there when you need it. I mean, it, there's again, I, some people think I disparage our healthcare system I, and no way do I disparage our healthcare system. However, I do believe in a term you just said decentralized. I do think that it can be provided in a better way in a simpler form to uh, the patient themselves. And as a matter of fact, uh, we are modeling a very successful 
Surgery Center, which is also located in Oklahoma City, called the Surgery Center of Oklahoma. He spent a lot of time thinking about that name. Huh. <laughs> He's Woo-hoo. a dear friend of mine, <laughs> Dr. Keith Smith. Uh, you uh-huh. can find him on LinkedIn. He's been on uh, Newsweek. He's been all over the country. He's a prolific speaker. And he started an organization called Free Market Medical Association. The gist of that is he he provides surgical care. He's an anesthesiologist, licensed certified anesthesiologist. But they do it in a decentralized fashion. And that is there it's one price. So it's called bundled pricing. Mm. And so let me ask you, you had invasive surgery. Did you know what that was going to cost before you went in? No, and uh, I I know what it costs. So all in, the bill was about a quarter million. Right. And um, and thank God I had really, really good insurance. And my wife, Vivian, who you've met, worked in the insurance industry. Like, she knew how to make sure... I was covered, but holy cow. I mean, that, you know, thank God I had all the tools, resources, connections, and relationships. And Vivian's a sharp gal, and, yeah. and now I know why you get so much done after having met her the other <laughs> evening, because she is brilliant. But had she not been in the insurance world, Ugh. the the battle to get these things paid, and what happens is you get bills continuously after the surgery. Ugh. You continue to get bills. Stacks and stacks. Over and, and stacks. over and over. Yeah. And many times those are not paid. And there's a time frame that goes yeah. by that they get in. And so that's why you hear about medical debt. There's so much of it, billions of dollars worth of it in our yeah. country is because of these post-op expenses that come in that people and most of those are out of pocket that that don't get paid and they mm-hmm. turn into you know collection problems and all kinds of things. Well, Mr. Smith centralized this process and decentralized it in a way as well. And that he, you know, if you go in, let's just say a shoulder surgery, and you can go on his website, the Oklahoma Surgery Center, and look and see the cost of this surgery. And that's the cost. That's entire cost. It's the pre-op, the operation, the anesthesiologist, the facility fee, all of the tools they needed, any meds that are used, and the post-op care as well. Mm-hmm. And that's paid up front. It's a one-time fee. Yep. And and the crazy thing about it, because they don't have the payer friction in the process, it's usually 40 to 60% less than... Of course than it would have cost you. And not only that, it's the same physician, the surgeon, Total. that's doing the surgery that was doing it at the big yeah. Borg yeah. on the hill. Docs, so, docs want it too. They'd prefer a cash-based system instead of this This um They're able to yeah. practice medicine, Yeah, not what someone in an ivory tower tells them they can do. right yeah that's the and this that's really the future and uh we're excited to be building one of these surgery centers again in our bel air facility uh we're a, we're a couple of months away as of this recording from getting that done and uh we look forward to be able to provide not only the self-insured world that that's growing every day uh, self-insured employers, but to cash-paying people. And they come, he currently sees people from 
all around the world. I mean, mm-hmm. they, a lot of can- Canadian doctors come down to his facility for yeah. surgery, and uh, you know they've they've got a, a single payer system. And I'm I'm not going to get into politics, but it takes a long time to get services in Canada. Yes, and if it does. you've got a shoulder or a knee or something that's torn, you don't want to wait six or eight months to get yeah. the surgery. So they fly in and. You know, they pay up front. It's over. And the great, great care. The, the outcomes are amazing. He does a fabulous job. And we're happy to be uh, to be building a facility with his guidance and a couple of other physicians in the cardiac world as well. Yeah. Well, I had the good fortune of being able to see a little tour today, and I'm very, very impressed with what you're building. It's very, very impressive. It's exciting. So, yeah. All right. Well, this is the time when... Um, uh, where do people go, first of all, to learn more about Advanced Body Scan? Who do they call? Where do they go? Um, I know you've got a variety of uh, sure. places to go. So, here. you know, we can, uh, you can call us. We have an uh, 833 number. It's 833-411-SCAN. That works out to be 833-411-7226. Or um, we also set up a... a um, your team did this on the fly today. We have a, a link, advancedbodyscan.com slash life, to get more information. And then I'm also going to just uh, drop in a little shameless plug, which is you can reach out to me um, through Capability Amplifier if you're an executive, a business owner, founder, and you want to put together masterminds or groups with you. We'll coordinate you that as well. And that's something that uh, we're going to build together. I'm um, really excited about the collaboration and I just want to get as many people in front of you group style. Cause I think that's how you're going to create incredible momentum as yes. well. So I'll just, um, and again, just, I, I appreciate yeah. the effort, Mike. It's something that, uh, you know, your skill sets, sometimes you hide them well, but you have fabulous skill sets at communicating with people. And, you know, I grew up in the country and barely speak English. So you do a great job of that. And we appreciate all the help. You know what? I told you a few times, I prefer the nickel words over the $5 <laughs> words any day. So um, uh, no, let's just keep on doing what we're doing here. I think it's, um, I see a big, big future for both of us. And um, what a pleasure having you today. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. All right. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap it up. So this is another episode of Capability Amplifier. Again, head on over. Just take care of yourself, someone you love, your family, anyone in your life, whether you have Maybe you already know something's going on, or if you're not seeing any symptoms at all, this is a way to give yourself that insurance and be there for them and for them to be with you for a lot longer life. So one more time, that's advancedbodyscan.com slash life. That number again is 833-411-SCAN. This is Mike Koenigs. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here today with you and to be here with you today, Steve. So let's say goodbye to everyone. Bye. See you.